all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Presented by Motilal Oswal Financial Services. Good morning. It's Friday and thank God for that. Here's your daily morning update from Bloomberg Quint with me, Alex Matthew. Today is the 3rd of August. In international news, Apple Incorporated became the first US-based company with a market value of $1 trillion. This is four decades after it was co-founded by Steve Jobs in a Silicon Valley garage. The company's shares rose nearly 3% on Thursday. Other tech giants weren't far behind with valuations of Amazon, Alphabet and Microsoft topping $800 billion each. Not surprising then that the tech-heavy Nasdaq was the runaway outperformer on Wall Street yesterday. It closed higher by nearly 1.25%. The S&P 500 rose by half a percent, while the Dow ended flat. In other news on markets, the dollar strengthened while the pound fell as the Bank of England's hawkish rhetoric failed to convince investors of a brighter economic outlook. Meanwhile, Turkey's lira fell to a record as the US imposed sanctions on its NATO ally over the house arrest of an American pastor. US Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross has signaled there's more pain ahead unless China changes its economic system. This as the Asian nation repeated it will never surrender to US trade threats. In an interview with Fox News, Ross said, and I quote, We have to create a situation where it's more painful for them to continue their bad practices than it is to reform. Crude oil recovered from the lowest level in more than a month after indications that the supply drain from the biggest US supply hub will continue. There were also reports that Iran would be conducting a military exercise in the Strait of Hormuz in the coming days. Remember, Iran is threatening to blockade the strait and choke off supply of crude if US sanctions are not revoked. Back home, the promoters of Kotak Mahindra Bank have reduced their shareholding in the lender after a preferential issue of non-convertible shares in line with the directive by the Reserve Bank of India. In other news in the banking space, Sanjeev Sanyal, Principal Economic Advisor to the Government of India, has said that recoveries from the 12 largest bad loan accounts sent for resolution in 2017 will help supplement government fund infusions to ensure that public sector banks are adequately capitalised. He added that if more capital is needed for the banks to grow, the government will provide it. Sanyal expects recoveries of between 1.2 and 1.3 lakh crore from the 12 accounts, which had an outstanding of 2 lakh crore rupees. Software services firm Ebix has acquired two luxury travel firms for about $14.2 million as it looks to strengthen its position in the travel exchange market. In Asian markets, the three early risers have started with positive moves this morning. The Nikkei was higher by about two-tenths of a percent. The Kospi and the Australian benchmark were also trading positive. It's now over to Shraddha Babla for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning Shraddha, how's it looking? Good morning, Alex. Good morning, everybody. SGX Nifty futures are suggesting a strong start to trade here today. In terms of stocks to watch, you had India Bulls Housing Finance, which reported a strong set of numbers for the June-ended quarter, with the net profit growing by 30%. Torrent Pharma also reported a good set of numbers, while revenues grew by 37%, EBITDA grew by 60%, but net profit fell 13%, other income in the base quarter. Capital first, we saw strong growth of 55% in the net profit and steady asset quality. 
Same was the case with Moyle, where the net profit grew by 16%. However, numbers from ONGC were in line at higher realizations, drove 29% growth in its operating profit. Uh, when it comes to Deepak Nitride, we saw a strong revenue growth of 25%, but net profit growth was restricted to 8%. On the other hand, you had a weak set of numbers being reported by JK Lakshmi Cement and Narayana Rudyalaya, which reported a net loss of 4 crores during the quarter. You also have Titan, Nestle India and Sale which will be reporting numbers today. These are amongst the larger companies which will report their earnings. That apart you have SPI and Reliance Geo which said that they would collaborate on digital transaction for SPI customers. HDFC Limited has raised its retail prime lending rate by 20 basis points with effect from 1st August. Emphasis India will consider buyback of shares on 7th August. You have PVR which has renewed its non-exclusive arrangements with Paytm and Book My Show for a term of three years, a positive development for PVR. You have VST Tillers where the total sales for the month of July grew by 6.4%. And Reliance Naval has said that ONGC has cancelled contract for five of the 12 offshore support vessels. Kotak Mahindra Bank will remain in focus as well as they've completed the issue of non-convertible preference shares after which the promoter shareholding has fallen to 19.7% in line with RBI's directions. In bulk deals, you have Webhav Global where Malabar India Fund has acquired 0.5% stake. In brokerages, Deutsche Bank has cut their target price on Ramco Cement from 755 rupees to 715 rupees but maintain the whole even as they believe that weaker margins will continue to offset strong volume growth for the company. CLSA on the other hand has raised the target price on Torrent Pharma from 1610 rupees to 1860 even as they believe that the worst of pricing pressure in US is over. But there's lots more that you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website www.bloombergquint.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab and you'll be prepared for morning trade. Thank you, Shraddha. Well, that's all we have for you on this podcast. But as always, there's a lot more on the website. So do check it out. That's bloombergquint.com. This is Alex Matthews signing off. We'll be back next week, same time, same place. Thanks so much for joining us. Have a great day.